uh, about. So na- national National Eyewear Day is June sixth. Uh, oh, there you next go. Year. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah. So we're we're well, we'll get together and celebrate that one. Yeah. So so what did we say? I missed I missed my uh, National Bald Day, which was October fourteenth. You did. Right. Um, is there and, a, is there a hairpiece day late, later that uh, week, perhaps? You know, let me try to see that. It's National Hairpiece Day. Uh, International Wig Day is March 10th, 2020, uh, well, okay. 2022 at right. this point. Yep. So there is a, we're emerging from winter. Uh, I think a podcast day just happened. Let me see. We missed that one too. I think we did. Yeah. September wow. 30th. Oh, September oh yeah. We were on by then. Goodness. Shoot. Yeah. That's all right. Well, thank goodness well, we're good. here for. For National Chamber of Commerce. Exactly. Yeah. So, welcome, folks, to Chamber Chat Live. That's how we got started on this conversation, kind of in the background. Uh, today is yeah. Where's National- the parade? Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Um, you want a parade? That would be cool. Sure. I guess we got to talk to the borough about that. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, folks, as you can see, it's a bit informal for this introduction today. My name is Bill Vitiello. I'm the director of institutional relationships and marketing with the Victory Bank. I'm going to make sure my camera is uh, centered here because we're three great. across. Thank you. Yeah, I'm in a suit today. I was out visiting. I was onboarding a new municipal client this morning. So I figured, you know what? Let's throw the suit on. So nice. I am. You look good. Here I am. Looking Thank good. <laughs> so Eileen, uh, let's start with from the president's desk, if you don't mind, please. I know you have a few things. I do. So as was mentioned today, if you are not aware, if you haven't seen our social media post, it is National Chamber of Commerce Day. So an opportunity. Thank you very much. (laughs) An opportunity for uh, local communities to celebrate their chambers of commerce. Uh, You know, if if anything, you know, it's uh, bittersweet this year. You know, it has been just as all of our chamber members have suffered through the pandemic. So has the our industry. Uh, without members, we don't exist. Uh, and with businesses suffering uh, and trying to find their way through uh, COVID and restrictions and financing, you know, we were happy to be there and provide that support and do as much as we could to keep our businesses up and running. So. We're taking every opportunity. If you've also seen some of our marketing, it's Chamber of Commerce Month in the month of October. That's a state designated uh, piece. So we usually try and tell the story of our members. That's usually our marketing. But this month we're taking an opportunity and especially today to talk about ourselves. (laughs) So (laughs) a little self-serving today. Nothing like a little self-promotion. I have a feeling somebody's going to be talking about that in a few moments. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little sneak, little sneak peek, maybe. So my my major message for today was, you know, again, yes, how great we are. <laughs> Just kidding, uh, but we can't do it alone. So we have a small team of four people here, uh, but it really comes down to volunteers. 
And those come in a variety of different ways. So uh, obviously you, Bill, and Drew behind say, the scenes. Some come bald. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Anyway. So people like you and Drew who are doing something like this, um, and dedicating a substantial amount of time to, you know, bring chamber chat to our audience. Um, he just left our camera shot. I was going to say, he left. <laughs> there we go, sorry. He has left but the building. John has, <laughs> John has been a great volunteer for us before as well. He provides his knowledge, shares his expertise, and has done uh, breakfast presentations. He's done uh, webinars for us uh, through the pandemic. You know, just again, trying to build up our businesses, help them grow. But, uh, you know, we, without chamber members willing to volunteer that time and share those resources with our other members, uh, that wouldn't happen. And then my shout out today, in addition to those of you who I've already just mentioned, um, and of course, our board of directors uh, that help us um, every day, uh, Karina. <laughs> Karina and her sister um, took part in our Chamber of Commerce month piece uh, and posted their sign that they are a proud member of the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. Um, but I wanted to give a shout out to Karina wearing the glasses so she could, she could uh, <laughs> celebrate the <laughs> whatever day it was that you were talking about. But Karina has been a tremendous help to us. Uh, she helped us start what we call Reach Coffee Chat. It happens every Tuesday morning. Uh, Karina had the idea right before, uh, right actually as the pandemic was starting. Once we could gather again, she said, I'd like to host a happy hour, get together the women on the Reach Committee. Uh, and obviously things just kind of kept moving in the wrong direction. So I asked if she would help pull together just a conversation. So we got a group of women together. We started it and it still continues meeting today. Um, so every other Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Uh, she spent the day with me yesterday. Sorry, there's <laughs> fruit flies flying from my face. Uh, she spent time <laughs> with me yesterday for lunch to talk about where we kind of go with the REACH program. So this is live broadcast. I'm swatting at a fruit fly. And I'm stepping away to turn my fan off because I don't know if you guys can hear that in the background. So. Oh, thank you, John. Oh, yeah, look at that. Yes, yeah. our REACH program. So um, yeah, look so, at that. Yes. So Karina helped us out, so I wanted to give her um, my shout out today. I'm not signing off with one of her pens, but um, she will be my president's desk shout out. So but this is that's so much better than signing off with a pen. Yeah, to be able to recognize a member. I think and, that, I think that's awesome. Thank you. And again, without volunteers, you know, we are not the organization that we are. So if I didn't get a chance to call you out, um, you know who you are, and please know that we. We really appreciate everything you do to support the organization. Are you going to do the little heart? I've, I've never been able to do that. Oh, look at that. That's pretty good. I can't, I can't either, obviously. 
I can't either. I just impressed myself. That was pretty good. So, so you know what? We're almost eight minutes into this episode, and I think this is one of our best ones yet and probably yeah. deserves a potty award <laughs> if, there's such, if there's such a thing for podcasts. Eight, eight minutes in, we're already in the ditch. So I'm telling you. Yeah, get, so. It's going to be great. Uh, look at Drew. Yeah, clearly bald volunteers. Yeah. All right, here we go. Hey, we couldn't do it without you, hair or not. Right. Yeah, fo follicle, follicle or not. All right, good. Well, thank you, Eileen. Greatly appreciated. You're welcome to stay on and just, uh, you know, be part Such of this bad. nonsense. Yeah, be part of this nonsense today. I'll, but, uh, I'll let you two go so that you are bigger on right. the screen. Sounds good. Yeah, so, appreciate it. John, great to see you again. Thank you for all of your support, Bill and Drew. Thank you for all you do for chamber chat live and again happy chamber of commerce day to everybody um feel free we really appreciate your support in putting something in the comments of this show or put a special post out um you know you should be proud to be supporting an organization and the the support you put into that business advocacy comes back to support your fellow business people in the tri-county region so and thanks, Eileen, to your leadership, too. You know, we can celebrate it all we want, celebrate the membership. But, um, you know, you've been through some tough times over the past, you know, year and change. And I know yes. you've had, um, you know, challenges over the years, too. I don't think it's any different than any other uh, business cycle. But, you know, besides it being a job for you, I believe it's also a passion. And that comes through. It is. So uh, thank you for your leadership. Can you see my sign? What does it say? <laughs> yes. Do what you love every day. Nice. So yeah, that'll be my signing off. How's that? Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you again for having me on today. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's been the episode. Thanks for joining. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so my hey, we guest were great, today, weren't we? Yeah. So we're already off the rails, as you can tell. Uh, my guest today is John Whitehall from Sandler Training. If you haven't guessed uh, also that he is high energy and um, he's going to bring a lot to this to this show here. John, I'm sure you and I could sit here and probably talk about sales for an hour, but we only have Easily. about 20 minutes or less. Okay. <laughs> so we're, so we're going to have to totally, <laughs> totally jam it in. But uh, thank you so much again okay. for uh, joining today. And thanks for being part of the pregame there. Um, so for folks who oh, you're do welcome. not know you, please introduce yourself. So uh, my name's John Whitehall, and I was a Sandler client. And Sandler is the worldwide leader in sales training. Uh, Sandler is uh, training actively now, I believe, in 28 countries. We're translated into around 15 different languages. Uh, I was a Sandler client for six years while I was in the wholesale sporting goods distribution business and, you know, grew and was very successful and got to the point where I just finally said to the Sandler people, You're, you've made me more successful than I ever dreamed I could be. I've never been so uncomfortable. You guys look like you're having a great time. I want to do what you do. And it was really a conversation as simple as that. And so coming up next month in November uh, will be my six-year anniversary uh, being in business for myself as a Sandler authorized uh, location here in southeastern Pennsylvania. Awesome. So for, for the How's folks that? watching, and, and, and uh, it was good. Uh, so for the folks watching, and, and John, I'm not sure if you're aware, we might have a slightly bad connection. <laughs> Um, your lips are moving in a different timing than okay. the audio is. So I would encourage the audience to listen to the audio 
Um, I'm certainly not a face you need to focus on. <laughs> really, the content's in the audio. John's much better looking <laughs> than I am. Um, so, so, so tell me, John. It's, it's in, a little bit like a movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let so let's go. Let's dive right into it, right? So we're we're now. Sure. I'd love to say we're coming out of a pandemic, but this still seems like it's just continuing on and on and on. So how is a how is a salesperson or somebody who's representing their organization or even representing themselves? How did they continue to adapt in this environment? You know, we thought that there might have been some sort of, you know, quote, end to this, but it keeps going. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, how do you continue to evolve? Yeah, boy, that's a that's a great question. You know, when the pandemic hit, I was already doing remote programs, you know, as a lot of businesses were. But boy, when it hit, all of a sudden, you have to use that platform. And that was all that we had. And so I suddenly just began giving it away for free. I was doing half hour and one hour workshops here and there just to keep my name out there. But what I've learned is through this whole pandemic, and you're right, Bill, it just doesn't want to die. It just keeps going on and on. Uh, the number one question I receive from people is, how do I communicate through this video medium? And folks, this isn't going away anytime soon. Uh, this video medium is probably going to replace a lot of short hop travel uh, that was done in a lot of, uh, lot of businesses. Uh, it may actually replace events, trade shows, things like that. I've been to so many virtual dinners and virtual panel discussions and been a part on both sides. Uh, it's just not going away anytime soon. So my advice to everyone is to practice because I, I think everybody is. Listen, you know, I wish I had recorded every single video that I'd been a part of because I would have just one great highlight reel for the Christmas party. I've seen every bad behavior imaginable people walking out of showers in towels pets doing really terrible things right in front of the camera uh, all sorts of things with children and you know all the distractions that you can imagine and bill you know you're a professional at this stuff you know it's a matter of just having good lighting a decent camera and speak as if you're speaking to the person in front of you it's, it's really as simple as that. And if we have to perhaps exaggerate a little bit now and then, it's a little bit like a naval ship who's using the semaphore flags to communicate. On a sunny day when the seas are calm, it's easy to see that person signaling. On a day when the seas are rough and there's fog and there's storms, maybe those motions need to be a little bit more exaggerated. So I want you to think of this medium as a medium where you have to be a little bit more exaggerated, a uh, little bit more deliberate in your points. And the most important thing is just be yourself. It's video. Yeah. That's the number one thing that I see as a challenge, Bill. People really are struggling with that. Yeah, so that's a pretty good, you know, pretty good idea to record yourself in some way or maybe have somebody record you or, you know, I don't know how you would go about doing that. I'm sure there's a there's a number of different ways. But, yeah, you were talking about the right lighting and the right um, positioning and that sort of thing. You know, here you have a situation where I'm in an office. You know, I have my, you know, uh, fluorescent lights overhead. And I'm trying to be very conscious, you know, again, this is an audio feed, but it's also a video feed. I'm also trying to be very conscious 
because if I tilt my head down ever so slightly, I start getting raccoony, <laughs> raccoon eyes in here, and you can't see yeah, and you yeah. can't see my eyes. But if I'm up here like this, you can a little bit better. And there's just a, a little bit better connection to me, you know, as your host on Chamber Chat here. So, um, so you're right. So it's just like the you know the small nuances, and like you said, some things need to be exaggerated. So. You know, right now, maybe I'm talking with my hands a little bit more and just being a, a little bit more expressive in a way that I may not necessarily be if I'm in person. Yeah. You know, another thing I think that that there's some value in mentioning is, you know, we're on this platform and what we don't get at the end of our meetings or the end of our conversations is what I used to call hallway time or walk you to the lobby time, you know, where you have a little bit of you know, conversation after your meeting. Now, okay, if you're on Zoom or go to meeting or any of the other platforms, okay. as soon as they hit that red button, they're gone. So it's very, very important that you do some very specific pre-call planning so that you're getting through your agenda. The other thing I think that's helpful is once you have that agenda, share that with the person who you're going to be on video with. You know, I this saying that I have, and this isn't a Sandler saying, it's no no agenda, no outcome. Have you ever been to a meeting where, wow, there's lots of talk and lots of ideas, but there's no real outcome? Yeah. Those things drive me nuts. And it's called a waste of time, Bill. I don't know if you've heard that expression before. I have definitely heard that <laughs> yeah, expression so we, before. If, if we're pre-called, <laughs> yes, I'm sure you have. So so if we're producing an agenda, we're, we're sure to get all the points that we want to cover in our conversation covered. And we're more likely to achieve the outcome that we're looking for in these meetings. Because it's not like the phone where you can say, I'll, I'm going to call them right back on Zoom. Well, Zoom requires a reservation and a little bit of coordination. So yeah, be so, prepared. So, so Make sure you have an agenda. Yeah, so let me ask you. So uh, the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce has a virtual networking event coming up. Um, there's going to be quite a few folks mm -hmm. attending. So if I'm an attendee, you know, how am I going to be able to maximize my time? Here's Here's my plan, and I'm sure you can expand on it a little bit. I'm certainly going to introduce myself and what I do, um, you know, for the Victory Bank. But then past that, like, I, I want to connect with everybody else that's on that line. Um, but we're not going to be able to necessarily have, you know, in a, um, a little bit more exclusive one-on-one -on -one conversation. So where do I kind of take it from there where, okay, I've, I've told everybody who I am. I've maybe identified some folks I want to talk to. Uh, where do you go from there? Okay, so I'm assuming this is a, a video platform where maybe you have tables or there's little icons for the people who are there and you can click on them. Here's what I found, and I've only been to maybe a half a dozen of these since COVID began. People are afraid to hit that button and connect with people. Uh, I have found that you know, you're connecting with somebody who you don't know. That's really what you want to do. Be ready with your 30-second commercial. But when you click on them, they're going to be very surprised. They're going to say, oh, my gosh, Bill picked me. <laughs> Immediately, you are you're kind of have a little bit of an advantage. You're making somebody feel better about that because uh, as, as uncomfortable as people are in a straight Zoom call, 
in a networking event with 100 people, it may take them till the end of the networking event just to figure out the platform. So I would I, I tend to be really busy at these things. I, I tend to keep it short and direct. You're not really going to do any selling there. You just want to find the people who are a good fit for what you do. And all you're looking to do is to say, listen, would it be okay uh, for me to give you a call tomorrow morning and we can continue our conversation? Yeah, and that's really where it can happen. So be quick. Try to pollinate a lot of flowers and uh, get around to the people who you don't know. I think many times uh, people who are uncomfortable either in person or video networking will tend to talk to the people who they do know. But the purpose of this, as you know, is we want to meet new people. We want to expand our network. We want to broaden our horizons. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that end point up. Uh, and I know this is going to come shocking to some of the chamber uh, audience. But when I first joined the chamber, I was doing nothing but selling. I was doing nothing but selling. And I learned that it was the wrong way to go about it. Yeah. And I, what I really needed to do was just create the relationships. Yeah. And if there's some synergy there in the relationships, then eventually, hopefully there would be some synergy in doing some business together. So again, you know, for your folks, you know, you have the membership, you pay for it. You, know, you almost feel like, you know what, I, I need a return in some way. And I need, I need that in the form of new business or, you know, whatever quantitative, um, you know, thing you're gold on or, or however you want to grow. But a lot of the times right. your return and getting those business connections, you know, it's well worth your chamber membership. <laughs> Believe me. Mm -hmm. I Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, no doubt about it. Um, yeah. We all we're really doing is is setting up an appointment for a conversation where we're really going to have a discovery exercise about each other. Be prepared with a good 30-second commercial. And a 30-second commercial is really, how do you answer this question? Tell me what you do. Right? It's as simple as that. But if you're not ready, 30-second commercial, a lot of things can go wrong. I'm nervous about uh, who they are, what they do. Maybe they're uncomfortable even speaking one-on-one. -on -one. And uh, they'll launch into story time or something like that. Keep in mind that your 30-second commercial, your elevator pitch, is designed to do one of two things. Uh, see who you're a connection with and repel those who you're not. So if we do this in an efficient way and we have a well-crafted, 30-second commercial where we're introducing ourselves, we're perhaps identifying some sort of pain that our business deals with, and then there's a statement at the end where we're helping to resolve that pain. And you do all of that in 30 seconds. And right away, that person is going to either say, hey, that's nice, or the response that you really want is, hey, tell me more. Right. And if they answer, tell me more, say, I'd really love to do that. I'm at a networking event now. What would you say if I called you tomorrow morning and we'll set something up? We can spend 30 minutes together. You're going to have questions. I'm going to have questions and uh, see if we're a fit for one another. I think that's really the strategy. I think too often, especially now, people want to go for the click, quick close. Right. So they go to these things and they start selling. They've got brochures in their pockets with their business cards and everything else. And they start the dog and pony show. Well, you're at an event. 
where the purpose is really introductions. It's not, not really selling. Yeah, and then uh, right in the beginning of your explanation there, you did cut out a little bit, and we were talking about the 30-second commercial, but I would encourage yeah. you, if you didn't, if this is what you were saying, I'm only assuming you might have said this, to practice. Practice, practice, and practice that 30-second commercial with somebody because somebody who, it may sound great to you, um, but it may not be the right thing. It may not have the right content to it. Your delivery may not be as smooth as it could be. Get that feedback from another party. That's really critical in, in moving forward. Um, John, like I said, we could sit here and talk for an hour, but we have a, we have a few minutes left. Um, so I know you help individuals, um, which is, which is uh, mm-hmm. obviously incredibly valuable, but I also, I also know you help sales teams and larger organizations. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so, uh, you know, I, I kind of come in two flavors. I have public training, which are a lot of doors uh, uh, who are just unique. Uh, and then what I really love to do is go in and work with teams. And But when we work with teams, what we're able to do is give them a common language. If you think about this sport that we're in selling, um, we all tend to sell the way we've been sold to our whole lives, right? Can I help you? No, just looking. Well, let me show you this. Okay, thanks. What do you say? I'm going to think it over, you know, that buyer-seller dance. So how do we break that chain? So we have a different language. And for sales managers, I also train sales managers For sales managers, it gives them a lever of accountability that they didn't have before. You know, you can ask a salesperson after they come back from a sales call, well, how did it go? Well, we really had a terrific conversation. Uh, I really showed them the features and benefits of our product. Well, what was the outcome? Well, we really didn't have an outcome, but he told me he'd call me next week or he asked me to send him a quote. And we know all of these responses are really just put-offs or they're soft no's. Because face-to-face, people are, you know, basically polite, I guess you could say. And they don't want to say no to anybody. So we have to avoid those things. So now we have a language where we can say, geez, I could say to Bill, he's coming back in from a sales call. Bill, tell me what you talked about during your pain step. What was your bonding and rapport like? When you got to the budget step, where were you money-wise? Were you high? Were you low? So you see, we can end up with, with an accountability arm plus a method that increases our close rate and gives us some uniformity across our organization. Hope that. Sorry, you were cutting out again there, but you're talking about speaking the same language. Yeah, the entire team needs to be on the same language, talking about the same things. And I saw a comment from Denise uh, down below there saying that she's been working on her uh, elevator uh, speech. So good for you, Denise. That's awesome. Uh, John, just hey, and listen, if 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 you'd like a format for your 30 second commercial, just reach out to me. I'll send you a worksheet that's as simple as doing a Mad Libs. You can just fill in the blanks and I'll get you to a better place. I used to love Mad Libs when I was a kid. What the, what the heck? I love them as an adult too. Who am I kidding? <laughs> All right, John, just a few moments me. left. Any any final thoughts that you want to share with everybody? 
I think right now everybody's struggling to find some sort of inside track. And there really wasn't an inside track in the business world before COVID. I don't know why we're expecting anything different on the other end. The biggest issues that I'm seeing, again, how do I make this connection over video? Supply chain, of course, is the big buzzword right now. Um, you know, uh, among among other things, but we're all struggling and there's this battle for talent right now. And if you're interested in retaining your talent, invest in your people. I have so many people who own businesses and they'll say to me, how can I sell the value of my company without caving on price? Well, the value is the performance that your personnel bring to your organization. That's really the value. Everybody says, yeah, my service is second to none. We teach, we treat all of our customers like family. Well, frankly, if you're not doing those things, you're probably not in business. So we're looking right. for real differentiators. And the differentiators are the people who you employ and how you invest in them. Absolutely. Great parting words. Thank you so much, everybody. John Whitehall from Sandler Training. Please take him up on his offer. He's serious about uh, giving you the uh, Mad Libs for your elevator speech. Uh, can probably give you some encouragement for some conversations upcoming. So, John, thank you once again Absolutely. for being here on National Chamber of Commerce Day. And um, I hope you're on stage with me when we receive the potty awards for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like well, the beginning of this episode. It's been a great honor. Yeah, I feel like the beginning of this episode was like 29 minutes ago. Oh, wait, it was. <laughs> it was. Thanks, everybody, for joining. I'm Bill Vitiello, Institutional <laughs> Director of Institutional Relationships. Thank you. And Marketing for the Victory Bank in Limerick. And until we connect again, all my best. Bye for now.